Hey, welcome to the mother freaking off space yeah. podcast. I'm your host with the MF most, Chuka Offer. And I'm your co host. I said that in the wrong way, but honestly, <laughs> it's been a hundred episodes and I just fucked up for the first time. I mean, more like. I just messed up for the first time ever. But it's all right. It's your favorite co host. How's it go? Boy Wonder. Yes, sir. El Nino. Yes, sir. That guy. Yes, sir. How's it go, Offer? What's up, my boy? How you doing today? You know what? Let's just go ahead and start off with a dab because it's been a hundred flipping episodes. And to start off episode 100 first, I'd like to do a toast with my brother. Hey, what are we more life, to? more opportunities, more blessings, and just for making it to fucking 100 episodes. Because realistically, like when we started this, we have real dreams. We have deep dreams, which we'll get into all of this in mm-hmm. a second. But it's like truly with some of the lows, the ups and downs and like whatever that you deal with on this path. Like, there were moments that, like, we were just talking about before the cameras were rolling. Like, there were moments that, for real, I thought, like, the Ospreys could be over with. Mm-hmm. This was being real. And so, like, I'm just happy in general that we got here. But we're going to definitely front load a lot of Ospreys memories and a lot of Ospreys moments to start this podcast off. But for now, let's get into our past weeks mm-hmm. and then heat checks and then we'll yeah. space it out, baby. Kind of what we're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. My past week's been a tumultuous one. Two weeks, really, because we haven't done podcasts in two weeks. So I know. I mean, that's what are we saying to people? You know, hiatus. We got to talk to them. It's been a little bit of, for us. It's been a hiatus. It's funny enough because I know I'm supposed to, be, supposed to be talking about my week, but Chuka showed me a memory from last year today about this time, and it was just like episode fifty dropped. You know, so <laughs> the fact that we were on a hiatus, on a break, whatever, quote unquote, and fifty two weeks later we did fifty episodes. This is the fiftieth episode since then. It's like, come on, oh, now. wait, what is? Come on. Is that consistency? I don't know. You tell... Funny you say consistency. We want to come back to that later for sure. sure. But uh, my past two weeks have been good, man. Like I said, uh, they've been challenging ones because, again, like, without going too much into just my own personal business, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been fighting thoughts, bro, and I've just been trying to, like, process things, and I've been going through a lot, going through a lot on situations that are out of my hands, which hurt the worst because of that. But because of being placed in these situations and going through, like, a lot of mental strife and just tough shit, I told myself I wanted a W, right? And so I decided, what can you get a dub in without some luck, you know? Things that you can control. So I decided to tackle some of my vices to start off uh, 2021. And shout out to mom listening to this podcast. I'm not going to say too much, but, um, you know, I'm doing pretty good. On becoming the man that I know I want to be, especially that inspires people moving forward mm-hmm. to be able to fight any of their demons and fight anything that really is Get like hard anything. challenges. Because, you know, the things I'm trying to tackle now are things that have been chasing me for years. So it's like if I could do it, anybody could do it. So, and it's just, it's, I said that so cryptically, but I'm hoping that the viewers really got anything out of that. No, nah, you're good. And I'll expound upon it a little bit, but not in just a personal with you. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, Esgo is somebody like we're giving, we're giving not only flowers this episode mm. we're giving we're giving bouquets we're mm. giving everything for the shit that we deserve here yes sir let's go somebody i know that has always been very much like straight on the straight and narrow of his path and what i mean is he doesn't deviate much at all and it's hilarious to me because of the fact that i try to get this nigga to deviate so much so much like just so much. try to get this i be making up narratives just everything and this nigga always stand on his sometimes too straight and narrow path but whatever and the fact is like he's somebody that's always preached that you can do whatever you want in this world and you can be whatever you want in this world and I've always like just respected the fact that through thick and thin and honestly 
even through this blast bad patch that he had i felt honored to be able to help him through like a really sad time in his life because it's usually that nigga helping me through like really mm -hmm. sad times in my life and so i definitely want to shout you out there definitely want to shout out the mental fortitude definitely want you to feel seen and heard just because i do see you i do see you going crazy out here and i see you just seeing you know things that are wrong with yourself not throwing a pity party for yourself and just cracking into them and trying mm -hmm. to get them get better because at the end of the day nothing happens overnight nothing happens quickly right it's all a everyday process but like so many it's funny that and this this will be the last thing i say here before i get into myself a little bit but it's mm -hmm. like it's funny how we try to act so much like everything in the world is secret and everything in the world is just like this this that when these motherfuckers how do whether, they do that how do they did this? the rich like Exactly. It's like whether it be the rich people, whether it be which there's a lot of stuff that goes into capitalism. Cool, y'all aren't gonna rain on my fucking parade on episode 100, nigga. But anyways, <laughs> but like whether, whether it be the like riches, whether it be health and fitness, whether it be body goals, whether it be just like whatever levels of success you really want to get. These people have been telling us exactly what to do yeah. every single time since the beginning. It's just people forget that doing those things is really a journey and it really takes work, effort and time. You just have to get a little bit better each day. You don't have to mm -hmm. transform into the guy that could dunk tomorrow. But if you jump marginally higher each day, you keep working your legs mm -hmm. and you keep getting real game minutes when it be jumping activities like whatever. Eventually, if you have the aptitude to, he will dunk. And, and, and it goes well, I think into I what helps too is the fact that if you know that you're staying consistent, you're doing the shit that you need to. Uh, it's nice because over time you'll look at what you've done even if you start to lose the motivation even if you start to fall off mm -hmm. over time you'll look at yourself and you'll be like I've come a long way and that starts to be its own inspiration where you exactly. didn't even have to get it out of nowhere like you remember oh, I really put time into this like I looked at myself uh, probably the top of 2019 top of 2019 and I was just like bro I was trying to pull myself out of like a not doing the best and like uh, turn my life around and I started going so crazy bro honestly i felt like i was bruce wayne for a minute and it couldn't be stopped type shit and then oh this that and the third things hit whatever but um ended up looking at it now and it's like everything i'm doing now doesn't seem as hard because i've already kind of gone through that before and i'm only trying to do it better so i'm never trying to let myself get tripped off off the little things and personal anecdote there as well mm -hmm. since i mean we're gonna talk our shit this episode yeah. mine gets episode i think we're going for 100 minutes <laughs> that's what we're trying to we're, so gonna, we're gonna see gonna if see we can it. get 100 minutes in for sure but we're gonna try at seven we're taking shots at points so we might have to you know like dial back but we'll see <laughs> we'll see if we'll make it's gonna be 80 minutes we're begging <laughs> for <laughs> like this but anyways like dog mm -hmm. um exactly what you were saying but going into myself that's why like there can be so many plays that people want to get into whether it be like race or just like whether it be um, mm -hmm. financial situations and all of that that can be built off of the next thing i'm about to say but like when we speak on this podcast especially and especially me myself and i know you we speak from our perspective from things we've gone through things we've seen you know things we've lived for the most part right or things we've learned from mm -hmm. others because we're both people and i think this is how you get the furthest in life is we're both people that i think consider ourselves sponges like we feel like if we can learn from anybody anywhere then we will try to learn from them right and, and like add it mm -hmm. to your arsenal like add it to your arsenal so that you can get better sure. but i mean the thing about like 
grief, pain, suffering, like being down and like all of this shit. Like, bro, said it on this podcast a thousand times. I'm going to continue to say it. 2020 was the best year of my life. 2021 is going to be the next best year of my and life. Every year so and on. every year forward is going to continue to be the best year of my life. You know why? Because like I've seen myself at the edge of the ledge. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen myself at the bottom of the ocean. I've seen myself at the bottom of the fucking pit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like knowing how low I've been before, how much I didn't want to be here and how much I've really fucking gone through and to see where I am now, I could be in all the debt in the world. Like I could have like I could have my little flab come back because I took a couple weeks off for my birthday. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I could have little shit happen to me that most that a lot of people would freak out and be like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And blah, 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 blah. And I can smile every fucking day and still look forward and be like, this is the greatest life I'm living. I'd rather live nobody else's life mm-hmm. and be so happy because I've seen how fucking far I've come. I know Amen. how possible it is to go more, to go further, and I'm gonna continue pushing because that's all you can do in life. Every day you can get a little bit better and you can keep pushing. But a wrap up of my last couple weeks since we have taken this yeah. hiatus is. I had a crack in New Year's. Like two weeks I know. I'm right? sorry. I still can't get over that. But go on. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Let me not get into our bag yet. <laughs> but like, bro, like cracking New Year's, um, yeah. cracking first. That was my homegirl Breeze. Did we not talk about any of these? I think we already talked about some of this. But fuck it, these niggas gonna have to hear it again. And then um, going into like my birthday, amazing. Spent it with wonderful people, and. And I'm just giving you all fast forward. And I kind of gave myself like late December about holiday time with mm-hmm. Christmas and everything. I was like, Chuka, you're going to about you're about to go. You have so many events, activities and like mm-hmm. whatever bullshit plan for the next couple of weeks. You're basically about to go on a bender and then zero dark 30. I know that sounds crazy to. to say, but it's like the holidays will get the best of people fucked up, course. especially when your birthday's around the corner, too. It's just the extended holidays. So I just it's like you didn't even stand a chance. Nigga, I had holiday basically for two weeks straight. Exactly. So it was like and I'm celebrating your birthday with you. I'm over here like, bro, I'm going through it, too. So <laughs> you feel me, bro. I'm not doing shit till after like, Mountain kick my ass afterwards try and run up that shit what nigga and so like hey i want to just thank everybody that i've seen i definitely went to the open sessions mm-hmm. this last weekend too my dog stefan the neutral family and all of the homies out there with G- whether it be gq whether it be neutral your shouts out to all of them and all the people i saw there shouts out to b ward braxton i wear a lot of his stuff on this podcast and i'm going to continue to promote because that is a somebody that i really believe in but b somebody that i also like genuinely like their product like oh, yeah. once again we promote what we genuinely like a um c shout out to tahira friend of mine who definitely gave me one of the sweetest gifts i've had in a long time for my birthday so i mean yeah, like definitely love that with the off space hat that's definitely my new favorite hat and um shout out to people that were able to come out to my birthday um shout out to the three pillars three queens like lauren alex and brie i know so many people like to make so many fucking jokes about my relationship with my girlfriends but those homegirls like genuinely hold me down in a real way and i couldn't imagine like I couldn't imagine this point of my life without them in it, mm-hmm. and so I'm very, very happy and feel very, very blessed for them. Mm-hmm. Shouts out for the rest of, to the rest of my friends for just showing up and showing out like always. Um, before we get like too, too emotional, like no, fuck it, you know, like I'm gonna take off my jacket, man. It's hot. 
Shout out I wouldn't to even you. say it's hard. It's just like <laughs> I feel like I'm radiating. You feel me? You know. <laughs> it's episode one hundred. It's episode one hundred. Shout out to this dumbass nigga. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to my brother DJ. Even though this nigga is was supposed to be on episode 100 but yeah we we'll get him go ahead and scrap that, that one sure. we'll get him on for 101 for sure. 102 we'll see which one he comes on yeah. but you know 100 <laughs> is happening right now regardless of who's here or not the boat could not wait any longer it took off so and so like continue to shout out yeah. to all of those people that have been major players in my life shout out to brandy always but brandy's always gonna be damn like, nigga who you shouting out bro i'm going crazy bro like what <laughs> i'm going crazy bro it's, it's like the grammys i'm about to start the music i'm about to start the music bro try to kick going. me off stage bro i'm dressed like a prize fighter bro if they try to kick me off stage they're gonna have to see these hands nigga you're gonna fight somebody <laughs> trying to get you off <laughs> congratulations <laughs> but no shout yeah, out to everybody good. for sure shout out to my family and everybody that was able to bro, hold me down during this five minutes later this no, I got. I, I still have time. <laughs> Respect my time. Respect my time. No, she but, is very fine. No, before, nah. but I'll say yeah. let's get into heat checks, so that um, we can get into like our whole off space segment. So I can continue yeah, to be gushy. So at thirteen hard. minutes, it's time to get into our heat checks. Mm-hmm. My heat check this week, because I'm not gonna lie, I've been a sad boy. So if y'all could piece together some of these pieces of the cryptic things I was talking about earlier. So for the last two weeks, about or whatever, and my heat check comes from a beautiful young black Japanese artist uh, named Joyce Rice, mm-hmm. and it's called So So Sick, W R I C E, and the song is just a very like upbeat vibe, but it's like I feel like it's a it's a it's a breakup song type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So take that as you will. If y'all enjoy pop or like R and B soul and things like that, the kind of fusion and things that's happened, which I feel like everyone should, because that's just just beautiful. You will enjoy this music. So that's my heat check. You know what? I've been listening to a decent amount of music. This is the typical excuse that I give y'all every single week. But guess what? Fuck it. You know why to fuck it? Because it is episode one hundred of my own platform, and this is how I'm feeling for episode one hundred. Heat check. Draft day. Johnny Manziel. You know why? Because Drake was giving off that goat talk. He was talking crazy on there. And honestly, if Johnny Manziel wasn't a bust, which we are going to get into a conversation about that later, if he wasn't a bust, I would think that is arguably a top five Drake song throughout his whole catalog. That nigga went stupid. And you know what? I feel like we're about to go crazy. I feel like we're, our lives are only on the up and up. And I feel like we have a platform that is going to be respected. We have a platform that's going to be heralded. And we have a platform that's going to you know lift up the people we fuck with and the people mm-hmm. that we can we really appreciate in our lives as well. So draft day by Drake because this feels like our draft day. Episode yeah. one hundred feels like a draft day to me. Are we gonna be bust or are we about to shine out? I keep taking the notes on the time, but come on now. At the end of the day we can't be bust. Thirteen minutes since started. Yeah. I okay, but Man, I'm not going to lie. It's funny because seeing the parallels of what I chose for a song compared to what you chose for a song. But low-key, for for this podcast episode, I'm feeling more on the draft day tip. Because right now, I'm feeling unstoppable. So I'm hoping anybody listening to this tomorrow, the day after, in 2022, 2023, you feel the same way. More life for you. Ignore Let's get in line. But anyways, I couldn't get it in. But he did. Handsome young man. Yes, Erski. It's that... Ooh, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself, man. That shit sharp as hell, boy. <laughs> but <laughs> um moving right along, um we have just recounting journey a little bit 
and everything like that. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I'm trying to just take notes, bro, for maybe, maybe clips. Who knows? All right. That's funny as fuck. Cool. All right. But yeah, so we got a little bit of current stuff to talk about, but do you want to get this, into that? This episode, we wanted to go ahead and do a good job about just diving into a reflection on the off space and some more open-ended just off space conversations between me and my bro. So you want to start with us or do you want to end with us this episode? Uh, I think we can go ahead and get out some out of the way some of the current events and things like that just for like our listeners who want to hear that knowing so I can give you all the block right now mm-hmm. knowing that this is what we're going to be talking about for a little while. If you want to hear just more of the open-ended conversations, we will get there. But stay tuned and stick with us. Yes, Sersky. And you know what? Before we get into current events, I thought we were doing every 20. Nah, we're going to do this before current events. Then we're going to do this before off space journey. Then we're going to do this. <laughs> he said he had to modify it. So we didn't yeah, so. if we did it too many times. No, nah, I was thinking about it, bro. That drink a little strong. <laughs> All right, so more life, right, more, more life. opportunities. Yes, Sersky. Woo! We good, though. It's smooth. You feel me? Good patron. They call me El Patron. But, anyways. This man's um, hurting. No, we good. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> You know it's bad when you start you take it and then you start to sweat. All right. Anyways, hopefully y'all can't see that on the camera. But um, we should have done a a mukbang. Right. Honestly, I kind of want to do a mukbang soon. Let's do a mukbang. We almost could have done. If y'all are listening to this point, go ahead and let us know if you'd been interested in something like that. Because to be honest, we're gonna make it regardless. But I just want to know if y'all would be interested. (laughs) That's the beauty of the offsides. We just do what we want to do. Yeah. Hope that (laughs) y'all. But um. Going into just some of the current events that have happened. Your I'm president's wild. I can't say yours. Ours. I'm going to for keep, two more days. I'm going to keep it music at first and then tie it into like mm-hmm. the presidency and everything just because we're going to kind of knock out current events in a straight line. Yeah. Right. For once. But um, to keep it music to start, um, we've heard this many a times in the last seven years that our brother has been locked down. But we are hoping that this is the current one. And with Rowdy being recently released, shouts out to Rowdy Rebel, then the news that Bobby Shmurda might actually get out by his mother, I believe, was the one that broke the news this time in February mm-hmm. is something that we are all hoping for and something that we are all going to continue to look out for. So shout out to Bobby. We can't wait to see what he does when he gets out here again. Um, moving right along from Bobby Shmurda. We have some more rap news in that ties into the presidency mm-hmm. with everything that's been going on as well. Um, with all of the ups and downs and some of the legal stuff that we've been hearing that Lil Wayne has been dealing with, there are rumblings and rumors, pretty concrete, I guess, rumblings of Trump having Wayne, well, getting the documents together and having Wayne on the pardon list. I just so, want to know tr- truly what he did to get that. That that's what you're on Donald Trump's mind right now when he's being impeached for basically inside like an insurrection, you know, like, that you're on his mind. What did you do for this man? But you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I don't know anything there. Maybe he just out of the kindness of his heart looked at Lil Wayne is like, you know, what? I like you and truly you figure this out because I don't want to see Weezy go down for like the, everything he's going through right now, especially the charges uh, for all this shit. It kind of sucks because a I don't want to. I know he's Lil Wayne, but at the end of the day, he's a young black man. Young as hell, black man. And like, 
you can still get caught up, as society has shown you. So I'm hoping that he comes out of it the best. Exactly. And I mean, like, all jokes aside, and however you may feel about, like, Wayne's dealings with Trump or, you know, how everything in the world is so taboo now to the point that if you even say the name Trump, people's heads turn and they have to kind of, like, clock if you're a good person or not, Mm -hmm. which I feel kind of weird about because at the end of the day, the election's over. We have to move forward. We have to watch out for those psychopaths, like the people that went to the Capitol. But once again, like, Joe Biden is the president. We are moving forward. Y'all need to get over yourselves. But just seeing the fact that Wayne could have been facing up to 10, you know, or uh, maybe even more with the, the charges in the Fed case. And once, as we do know, and once again, I have no clue about the full on case. And I don't want to put myself in there at all mm-hmm. in speaking on this. But I will say, like, one, you do know something at least about federal cases is by the time the Fed comes for you. They've been working on this for a long time. Yeah. They have a pretty solid case. Yeah. They're never going to come for you unless they know they won. Yeah. You know, so definitely happy to just hear that. Wait, we're not going to. Hopefully, we're not going to see Wayne sit behind bars, and he will be no. straight, regardless of what ended up happening there. But I mean, your dogs. I saw some of your people. You know, bro. When you said Fed, fed case, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of fucked up because the first thing that comes to my mind. Have you seen the movie? What movie? You don't watch movies like that, so I feel like I'm talking to just, like, an unreceptive stump. And it's awful to say for my brother. You don't watch movies. I don't know what else to Have you seen Molly's Game? No. And it's not even worth it. But <laughs> if y'all know, then you know. The FBI were messing with her, so. I'm not the best with movie guy, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. But, um... <laughs> so I'm sorry. You saw, I was sidetracked. He said, my guy. No, you're dude, Trump. He sent out the bat signal <laughs> on January 6th. Wrong guy. He must be. Yeah, I thought there was somebody behind me. He got the wrong dude. But go on. <laughs> you got Trump. My ass. <laughs> Actually, we did recount some of these things because we put out episode 99 not too long ago. Like, I forgot. But recount what? Um, some of the ongoings, I guess. Only thing I want to apologize that I've said on the off space recently and did not mean and did mean, but it was a bad take was Blake Griffin averaging the points he is right now. This man's not going to be the all star. I thought he was this year. Only thing I'm taking back. I don't know what else I could have said. But moving right, moving along, I guess on like the Trump yeah. shit, like the main thing that we needed to a talk about is b is a he was actually impeached again by the House. Once again, it's going to go to the Senate, and not nothing's going to happen. But that's fine because like, he's out of here. Yeah, because he's out of get, out of here in two days. Well, two, I guess yeah, in two days now. About, like, time's about to turn, so a day. Yeah, in about a day, and so so that's one thing. But the interesting things in that situation was, hey, did you see the funny ass videos online? Because all of y'all niggas deserve this, by the way, of motherfuckers that went and stormed the capital of the United States. Did I see it? I'm over here on, searching for them, low key at this point. Everything. So uh, this is before shit went bad, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I don't know. But uh, I think I was just out chilling. I might have been out with, uh, getting lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm enjoying my time out on lunch. You know, I go and, like hike a trail and stuff too. And, you know, with good company, blah, 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 this time the third. I come back, and the first thing I'm seeing when I get into my car is that niggas are storming. I can't say niggas, because that's not doing it justice. There are a lot of people are storming the capital. The capital of the United States of America. And in my mind, I was just thinking I'm living in like a simulation. Mm-hmm. This is a video game, clearly, because I didn't see enough videos of rubber bullets being shot. And Mace being sent and all these things. I, I know they started to come out later, kind of. But I didn't see enough of that going on. So I thought people were just trolling me. But then I really saw what was going on. So it's kind of crazy, man. 
So my main thing though this week, mm-hmm. since I know we we had a good we had a good portion on it last week, which is my fault for not clipping because we had a pretty good back and forth about the um everything going on in the Capitol. But um the funniest thing I've ever seen is these motherfuckers <laughs> being surprised that they can't fly planes. Like that you can't get on a fucking plane. Like you can't you can't storm the Capitol so ba- of the United States. There was after the Capitol stormers and people who uh, met up or whatever. Honestly, I should say terrorists. If I'm gonna be completely they are domestic you, terrorists, one hundred percent. After the terrorists decided that they were gonna casually go home because they have that random ability due to certain uh, things that they were endowed with some certain things light that pigmentation. Are for me. I think. I, but know. after they uh, decided that they wanted to go home, they went to the local airport, you know, and decided to catch a flight. However, lo and behold, terrorists can't get on planes. So they were on a no-fly list, and uh-huh. they were upset about it. They were outraged. Like, most you know, are crying. Like most <laughs> Americans who, who would be put on a no-fly list, I assume you'd be outraged, but not in this case. Bro, they were hitting it, they were hitting it like Karen's being upset about it, too. They're in there like, I have children, bitch, you decided to fucking storm the capital of the United States. I'm just confused why they're not arrested on the spot right then. Right? Like, it's bro. just like, go home. Like, bro, did you see the, the news about the nigga? Because he was one of the more prominent ones. The, the dude in, like, the, the animal coat? Not even him, like, but the nigga the that had the feet up, up at, oh, on Pelosi's goodness. desk. One, if you... you, you he got a year, but he's out on bail. I you think. understand um, stealing mail is a felony, right? Ooh. Stealing mail, mail is a felony. He had a hearing, and it was already released to go back home on house arrest at the moment while they figure out what's going on with he's them, off blah, of that blah. bro he stole mail from nancy pelosi's office on camera that's a felony on camera bro, more than that didn't Stormed he steal the like, didn't he steal like uh, private pictures and things like that and stuff too and like whatnot and it's just like bro the man i think he got these a niggas year. are all about to get i think probation. he got a year but i'm hearing that a lot of these people are already kind of getting like bailed out because the money's good <laughs> Their money's good. Nothing. If their morals aren't, their money's good. The money's straight. The <laughs> so, wire hit for show. The lawyer for show got paid. The lawyer for show. The clan's been around for a minute, bro. The clan has been around for a minute. I'm these pretty niggas, sure they got phones. These niggas plugged into every federal agency. Let me stop. They pay less taxes than Amazon. And you know Amazon's not paying much. So. Oh my goodness. I, mean, I gotta stop before we get no sponsorships. <laughs> Bro, episode 1000 no. we just got our first sponsorship from huggies no, one of the funniest things and i'll let this be over with trump since we're trying to just yeah. celebrate and talk about more positive shit even though we're laughing because this is funny shit at the end of the day is but it though or is it just no, like laughing at our pain nigga did you see what trump was rumored to say to one oh, yeah, and all you actually. niggas who are upset well yes trump lost his twitter he lost his instagram he lost all his accounts cool once this nigga like obviously gets his just do and you know goes through his like um goes through the trials like all of this bullshit whatever y'all have to sometimes we have to be lighthearted. sometimes we do i understand this nigga was one of the shittiest presidents ever and he is the shittiest president ever not one of is the shittiest president ever a piece of shit all of this cool but it's like bro this is something that black people have had to do throughout our history and that is laugh at our pain kevin hart made a special laugh at my mm-hmm. pain so it's like we have to be able to admit when shit is hilarious bro this nigga is the funniest person on the planet no, one of them he is one of the funniest no, not i'll admit the comment was funny but no he's this not. nigga looked at mike pence credit. and really said you can either go Go down in history as a patriot, or you can go down in history as a pussy. <laughs> yeah, bro. What the fuck? He can't be a You, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know, when it's a man makes a statement like that, he's sitting in his room pissed. He's on his last. He's like, like he's this. Just going through it. He's like, Look, I'm about to bully this man to help him. Like, if he doesn't help me, <laughs> nah. Like he was going through it, and rightfully so. I hope in his, this last, like, in these last two weeks or so, like not two weeks, in this last like month and a half two months that this man's really gone through 
all the stress that he's put the average American through for four years now. Like what? Just condensed. Because that's much needed. So, but, moving forward, though, we are 27. Yeah, but moving forward from Trump and everything, um, like, what else would we like to speak on, like, current? I mean, if we... If, if you watched movies, bro, all I was gonna say was that there were some Zendaya specials out and Euphoria Part Two's coming out. See, I want to watch the, the Hunter Schaefer. I want to watch the um, little the Euphoria like specials that they've put out so far because mm-hmm. I haven't watched those yet. So those are still on my list, one hundred percent. And then we have the more adult role that Zendaya has mm-hmm. that has come out, which I saw a lot of backlash from. Like I saw a lot of backlash from, which I don't want. One, it's like I understand, which I'm just playing devil's out of here. No, advocate. no. You explain what the backlash was before you start saying what you understand and don't understand. So okay. the viewers can know. The backlash was. I don't know if we saw the same backlash, but I think I saw some too. So. I saw the back a backlash from people being upset that Zendaya was in more of an adult role, just because of like how they view Zendaya and like the. Oh, that was the backlash. Yeah, it was not. I saw backlash that. that like they say uh strong black lead and then it's Zendaya or something like again oh okay. and like i was like i i, I get it but like i don't know like she's it. young like she's just getting roles and she this she's gonna keep getting a lot of roles while she's popping and while she's and, like, a phenomenal doing actress as well like, like what the fuck like, like i'm like, saying she's a phenomenal actress in the height of not even the height of her career just means she's getting to the career, prime you know, you know what I'm saying? She's, she's not even in her prime it. she's just gonna keep on filling out all these roles but mine is more just because this is kind of how i feel about ariana grande personally personally like yes i've kind of transitioned my brain like ariana is somebody a that's even older than me like so i have to just be mm-hmm. real like so like yeah you may be used to seeing people in younger roles but you have to just get over the fact that people grow up yes, like, a grown woman. there's like a lot of people that you may feel weird about thinking about the fact that they are getting their back blown out like they are doing the nasty things you think about doing you know why because they're adults just like me and you just like there's a lot of people that probably look at little chuka and think of like 12 year old bro you favorite, are like, three years from 30 bro. i know bro. Say, well, bro but i'm saying in terms I, of, i'm just no. messing with Ariana's a year older than me, bro, and she looked 16 still. So I'm sorry that I felt a little weird. Like what? Ariana Grande, you are a beautiful woman, bro. Like we have some tequila in our system. I might edit that out. I might not. You know, 2021, we're not apologizing about shit. This turned so crazy. You like that Russell Westbrook meme where he's sweating, looking around the corner? Oh my goodness! But but uh, that's what I saw. But I was more gonna say. um, I was more gonna say. The fact that people just need to get over themselves in terms of just realizing that people grow up. It, that's it with that. And I'm excited to see her really take on more adult roles because how she was able to transform into an addict, spoiler alert, for the people that haven't watched Euphoria. But I mean, like, that's the premise of the show, so I don't think mm-hmm. it's much of a spoiler. But it's like how she was able to transform into like a genuine addict for that show. And you see other roles she's played like in Spider-Man and yeah. etc. It's just so interesting seeing her range at this young of an age because she really not these roles out of the park like she really gave us like an outstanding performance mm-hmm. in euphoria like an outstanding performance so they just made me more excited to see her take on and i feel like everything role. she does is kind of relevant because like mm-hmm. again i feel like certain people will be ruining these movies and specials before i ever watch them you know just getting on social media but if it's it does what i think it's going to do i feel like it's going to be nice especially for the situation that probably a lot of people have found themselves in trying to be like getting intertwined with people during this pandemic you know what i'm saying there's a lot of situationships and exactly but then like one of the more la- one of the last current things i want to say and this is just giving a shout out to women in general because fuck it i wasn't going to talk about it but i gotta talk about it on me bro i'm sorry 
Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> I had to think for a whole point three seconds before I realized what he's gonna say. One of the greatest things that's happened since the year two thousand on the oh, internet okay. is the Busted Challenge. By the way, but well, that's it. Y'all go look if you want to look. There's a lot of you know great people of all creeds, backgrounds, colors, ethnicities in general. Sizes, you know, sizes bodies. all of that. Like going crazy. We appreciate them all for sure. We appreciate them all except for you niggas. But there was one male. Hey man, I'm gonna make a busted challenge, dude. But I'm gonna do it a. I'm gonna do it. I a mean, you were just way. talking about your dump truck earlier. So I guess. What? I guess. <laughs> I guess what? What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> See the vibes my man's on right now. He's acting different. Nah, no, 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 no. See this nigga say I'm acting different with the cameras rolling yeah, yeah, right yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera was going yeah. wasn't even on. This nigga was like Chuka. By the way, I really think I got a dump truck. Right I didn't away. say. I, I like, didn't say like. I was that. like, what nigga? A dump truck? I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I said it like that <laughs> yeah. at all. But at the end of the day, if y'all know me, you know what I'm saying. I got a little bit more than the regular person. Take do it that way you will. Do it that way you will. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> His hips don't lie. He was ready to go. Bro. He was dead ass about that busted challenge too, bro. He was. About I'm to not doing all that. that no, no, I know. Nah. All that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a spin on it, and we're gonna make it uh, relevant. Actually, go ahead and go to my TikTok and follow me uh, at as go offer on. TikTok. Are we doing all the promos today? <laughs> yeah, on everything. <laughs> Alright, but just moving right along from like the Busted Challenge, because yeah. that's all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to give a shout out to the young ladies out there. But, um, Lori Harvey, do a Busted Challenge for us. One thing, yeah, fuck it, bro. This is a relationship, bro. Lori Harvey, no, fuck, like, fuck her being a relationship, bro. That's just, you know, showing off what you've got, showing off what you were blessed with. It has nothing to do with courting anybody else. Bro, I've it has seen nothing to do Michael with disrespect. Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Do all these roles, you know, shirts off, and all these things. I've never I'm seen sure Michael in a relationship. I've never seen Michael B. Jordan with a shirt on. So, Lori, not you once. Can, you can continue to post half naked. I promise you, equality is what we're fighting for, baby girl. But that and only that. You think Lori Lori Harvey might be one of the first like pieces of generational talent I've ever seen like shoot her way into Hall of Fame talks this quickly. I'm not gonna lie. Took the world by storm. It feels like uh, the shot her around the world. Damn near. Genuinely, it feels like some one piece shit. Like I feel like when Lori Harvey hit the scene was kind of like when Gold Roger got killed. There's a mystique around her. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Roger got killed. The whole world got shook. Lori Harvey got on the scene and everybody was just who the fuck. Everyone is had this? to pay attention. Like who the fuck is this nigga? Like that uh, shit was crazy as hell. But. Lori, you continue doing what you're doing for sure. We'll leave that for another time. Mm-hmm. And a big shout out to... You want to get into Offspace Talks? Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So. I, actually, and it's funny because I was going to ask you something that I remember. I kind of already dropped a little bit, but we didn't really get into because, you mm-hmm. know, I want to save it for the podcast. So we should get into that at some point. This nigga James yeah. Harden about to take over New York City, by the way. Because we see how he runs around when it comes to... We're going yeah, to have to stop. Oh, is this like relevant basketball? Or yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. this like outside James Harden stuff? Cause we can talk about outside James Harden stuff now, but if we're going to talk about basketball, let's say it's like a sports section. No, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So James Harden got traded in the Nets. That's cool. And okay. no, fuck basketball. Whoa. This nigga going to the state of New York, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to Brooklyn, which is also, you know what I'm saying? Cool town, cool city, whatever. But I mean, like there's an infam- infamous uptown scene when it comes to New York City, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the most famous bottle girls in the world, some of the most famous, you know, hosts, like all of this stuff. We've seen the likes of Bernice, which took the world by storm. This lady's a grandma mm. now in her 40s, still looking absolutely delicious. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. She taught her daughter right. 40s but anyway, can't be a grandma. No, it's crazy. She is a grandma. Oh, she actually, she actually is. is a grandma. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was, I'm over here trying to cape for, for God knows what my view. Yeah, most gorgeous right. grandma on the planet. But anyways, actually, like, some all-stars have come out of that New York mm-hmm. scene. And we see how James Harden performs when he goes to 
to those popping cities, okay. right? And sometimes, you know, shouts out. Wish to, it was Atlanta. Shouts out to the guy on Reddit that actually bust down a whole graph about James Harden's performance in correlation to how good the strip clubs are in each city. That, that's incredible, by the way. I, I love bored people. Wait, when he drops, like when he has bigger games, the strip clubs are more popular. No, because it's just on like, everything. I might book a flight out to Brooklyn. It's just like seeing like when James on the road is mm-hmm. at a city with the more popping strip club scene. His performance seems to tank in regards to him going to cities yeah, where he goes and just like kills niggas in cities where he'd be bored. Man's in Milwaukee. Of course he's going to draw buckets. He's going to kill in Milwaukee, bro. All you have to do in Milwaukee is hoop. Like, what the fuck? They had to find a square inside the Supermax for five This years. man wakes up Pretty at 2 p.m. for a 3.30 game on a Sunday. <laughs> what the fuck? It's Milwaukee. I don't know. But, so, shouts out to Harden there. But, um... Just moving right along from that, I think it's time for us to get into some off space stuff. But before we recount our journey, shouts out. Let's do a let's do a little bit smaller than the last time. For sure. <laughs> Go ahead, for bro. Sure. We just We're getting there. started. We're just getting started. We just getting started. We got plenty of tequila. We got the dawn down there just in case. You're me. We were supposed to do this every ten minutes, so I'm happy we didn't do that now. <laughs> Don Julio exclusive, not sponsored. Will be soon. Nah, I only want to get sponsored by brands owned by black people. So we'll be looking for sure. Hey, if there's any black own tequila businesses out there i'd love to sample some products so go ahead and reach out to the offspace at gmail.com at the offspace podcast at gmail.com or is it just the offspace at gmail.com i need to know our email it's, that's right now that you actually that's said that it's supposed to be up let's just let's just take the shot they're not let's paying attention let's just take the shot yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. salute salute yeah. yes sir ski Ooh, that was smooth <coughs> <clears throat> I was so smooth. Anyway, so... You take the shots. It's hilarious. Shout out to Patron. I'm so happy that, honestly, like, me being corny as hell, like, my freshman year of college, and like, oh, I want to be one of those guys that likes liquor, you know? Uh, That's so lame. Don't force yourselves to do that. It's going to probably... I came out of it unharmed, but most people don't. So, but I've come out with unique abilities to where I can pretty much do drink any type of liquor now and not feel phased. So that feels good. Yeah, I don't feel phased when I drink liquor either, to be fair. You feel me? Ciroc sponsorship coming soon. Anyways. All right. So moving right along. Time to get into off space shit. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off with this. So I was watching a podcast from one of the dudes at that used to be a kick genius and everything, House Town, when I, Jet Jones. And he was talking to a woman that they brought on that a friend of theirs. And I can't remember her name, which feels bad. But she was referencing a podcast a, a podcaster that she listens to and how that woman start decided that every year... The way that she lives out her year, she'll pick a word to define what that year is. And so, you know, I thought to myself, instinctively, I feel like I do that. But now that I'm aware of the concept, you know, because I'll do that and maybe keep it for six months and switch on to something else. Now that I'm aware of the concept, what what I want to live this year by? And I want to ask you, what would you want to live this year by? You go first. And so for me, I think what I would want to live this year by is consistency. I feel like I'm somebody who's always been relatively consistent on the path of like doing what they want to do. As we talked about earlier in things, I don't ever really seem to stray too far off my path for too long. However, I'm somebody who wants to accomplish a lot. So I can always be on that path, but how well I stay on it. I want to be at operating at a high octane, high efficiency level more consistently throughout the year. So I know I'm somebody who can like stay healthy who can stay like diligent who can do all these things and it really doesn't feel like much effort for me personally but i want to take it to that next level and be consistent at a higher level so i'm trying to be like i'm not trying to put up like rookie year numbers 
and you know just be okay with that. I'm trying to operate at MVP level for the whole year straight, and so that's mine. That's I want consistency. Consistency. Um, honestly, and I know like how it's how it's um how I'm framed sometimes in certain arenas. So this may be like funny or this may be like whatever, but like in all honesty, like I want if I had one word to frame how I want 2021 to look for me, it would be captain. And captain is just because like, we're at the helm of this off space ship. You know what I'm saying? And it's you're, you're at the helm of your life. I'm a first sibling, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm a first son in my family. Like there's just so much, like I'm a middle cousin to be honest, but I mean, like I feel like a lot of pressure has been placed on me since birth. And it took me a long time to, and actually, shout out to AJ. Oldest cousin that was born. Oldest cousin born in America. In America, sure. from at least mom's side. For sure. And yeah. I think both. I think both, thinking about it. Who? I don't think so. A uh, few on ads. Directing like the and everything. No, I feel like that's I just one of the most. Okay. Yeah. But if, regardless, it's just like... I've always been kind of placed in the boss position, the boss mm-hmm. role, like kind of pushed there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think like genuinely, shout out to AJ, by the way, because she sent me like this really, really dope, like a few excerpts from a book she was reading about this whole thing and the pressure you get thrown onto you. And in all honesty, I'm never going to blame anybody in my life for like how my life's gone because I'm so happy for the mentality I have now. And without like the ups and downs without the pressure without the bullshit like i never would have gotten to where chuka is at this moment yes i may be more like financially successful i'd probably be the doctor motherfuckers thought i would be or the surgeon but it's like i never wanted to really do that shit so i'm happy that i failed as much as i did to lead me right there so that's first and foremost but i mean whether it comes to being a captain i'm happy that through all of the bullshit I've gone through, I was able to reimagine what that word means to me and mm-hmm. what I want that word to mean and how I want Chuka, the captain, to look like. Yeah. Like when I start captaining the ship, when I start becoming the field general, like the person that can really like push things forward and can really get shit done. Because at the end of the day, like when it comes to my personal ship, right? When it comes to like my goals and the things that I do, like we make it like one piece type type of shit. Like I consider myself Gold Roger, and I consider this nigga like my Riley, like my Riley, right? <laughs> yeah, but I know his shit. He, he's goes, the you know? protagonist in his story, of yeah, course. Yeah, but I'm saying like when I look yeah, at it myself, like yeah. everything else, and it's like being able to like keep that mentality and really be able to like foster the environment that I desire to foster through my own actions, through my own discipline, through my own words, through my own um, motivation, through everything that I can really push forward in the grown up that Chuka wants to be. I don't wanna be a surgeon, right? I don't wanna be an engineer. I don't wanna be these certain things, but I do know that I, I do know where I wanna end up in life. I do know how I want that to look. I do know that I will always be a natural born leader and I will continue to lead. And I do know that in order to lead, you need to put yourself in a position where people will follow, Mm -hmm. right? And my words have always done that for me rather easily. But this is the year that I want to fully become the captain and where my actions match up Mm -hmm. so that it's undeniable. Because if you get to a certain point, you are undeniable. And people either have to just like, you're either with me or you're in my way type shit. Like, I'm never going to look at it that direct because obviously, like, the, the environment we wanted to build on the off space is to foster all everybody inclusive. and be all-inclusive. And 
everybody's form of creativity and the things that you love but that's definitely the word i want to use is captain so you know what that that was really nice man i'm happy you were able to a kind of just create that for yourself but reflect on what that means to you because i feel like that's powerful and now we're somebody who words mean a lot to us Mm -hmm. and that could have been our upbringing it's a lot probably attributed to our upbringing but it's something that's held value even like growing up so being able to define that put it into words and kind of carry that forward i really appreciate that i found that idea and i'm gonna make sure and i don't know about you to actually see that like you know follow through for the year absolutely i have three things i want for the year yeah like minus all of the shit we've already talked about i told Mm -hmm. you i want a dog i want a new car and i want a, a new apartment and that's going to take a lot of discipline. It's yeah. going to take a lot of fixing to get all that shit done. But I promise you by the end of 2021, all three of those things are going to be checked off. Oh, that's dope. So, I mean, I'm not tripping on it. Like, we, we're fixing shit. January's, we have our plan. You've already looked at it. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. But Zero moving, Dark 30, y'all. Oh, for surely. But moving right along, um, let's just talk about the off space, man. It's been a while. It's been a long time coming, I know. For people who may have just started listening or not have been listening for too long, I want to go ahead and do a little bit of a back off space history. To be fair, this might be a place where you remember better than me because I don't remember how we started. If you're about to ask, I, I was truly don't. Remember. Just about to ask you that because I know the <laughs> kind of the idea of how we started, but I don't remember like what we were just thinking like all right fuck it let's do it like what really sparked for episode one with the george bush cover and like all holidays or whatever it was what really sparked that because i remember we'd always have these long-winded conversations on like facetime and just really be getting into it sometimes there'd be spectators they're like are y'all really that passionate about the shit that y'all are talking about like having these conversations there you go bro nothing this is how this is how it started for me right and this is the um I don't want to dignify certain people with names just yeah, because yeah. of current situations, yeah. and I don't want to blow the spot up. But I mean, um, I'll say Taylor. So I was sitting at a Starbucks with yeah. Taylor, right? Taylor and another person. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation, and I was just speaking. And then I noticed, um, this was years ago. This was, I think, this this was like right before we started Off Space, actually. Yeah. Because Tw- 2017, we, was it 20? 2017 we started. Seven- it was 2017, but late. Nah, cause, cause that's, it was that's the start 20, of my relationship. I think we late twenty seventh, like late late twenty seventh, like December November ish, yeah, or like January twenty eighteen. It was like it was about that, right about there. But yeah. right before I was having a conversation at the Starbucks, cause it was at Baker. No, it was at Baker, hundred yeah. percent. But I was having this conversation at the Starbucks, and I remember like speaking to Shorty, getting passionate and talking. But I remember like it was outside. It was kind of like it was one of those Georgia days where it was it was not supposed to be warm, but it was warm outside. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers were all sitting outside of Starbucks in the little avenue, like in Future mm-hmm. City. And I remember there was like a bunch of people just like watching us talk, right? And they were just watching us talk. They walked over and dude ended up at like a couple people ended up asking for my information, asking for my name, asking for this. Cool. I've already always noticed my whole life for some reason. And this isn't like to downplay myself because I'm someone that will never downplay my talents. But this is just like whether when it comes to like not really sometimes you things pick you before you Mm -hmm. pick them. Right. And like my whole life, I've noticed the ability to captivate audiences and to be able to like hold audiences attention or just be entertaining, be funny whatever and so this was just a moment where i was like fuck all right like the podcast industry is booming let me talk to my brother about it because 
I've had the same thing happen, whether it be us on FaceTime, because we FaceTime each other damn near mm-hmm. every day if we're not around each other, or us on Discord. Like, we'll even have, like, Discord homies, like, almost be, a, like, a spectator audience to, like, shit to that the we're getting that's into. Going on, yeah. And so I feel like you, you definitely have similar, because we've talked about it, you have similar yeah, uh, points where you've seen people captivated by yourself. It's skin. not even just to see people captivated, because at the end of the day, and in the least cocky... Because I'm not a cocky guy. Honest to God, I know sometimes I'll make jokes that will come off a certain way, which I don't even feel like happened that much, where people want to take my character a certain way. I'm a pretty humble guy, I like to imagine. And This thing say he humble? The, but I just always believe if I want to do something and I want to do it well, there's going to be people who like it. So I'm never... That's like the least of my concerns. It's just like, am I doing what I want to do at a, the level I want to do it? For sure. And so... That being said, I knew since like 2014 I wanted to have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was going to be on. It was kind of like with YouTube. I was just procrastinating, kind of like telling myself, oh, I have to do this and not starting this, that, and the third. But it got to the point where I remember, because I've always been like really into music. It just wasn't really like hip hop, right? Like I always liked rap and shit, but my range was like bigger than that. And like I really just enjoyed like more like pop and like classical shit, like r- random things like that that people wouldn't expect because like I was in band and stuff. And so. I remember going into college, though, and really diving into it more. And especially at this time, because late 2017, early 2018, is like the stoner phase. Mm-hmm. And so... Our niggas was smoking. That was day. when, like, bro, from... <laughs> oh I God. was... At that point, I was... We smoked like, ourselves useless. Let's just be honest. If we're going to talk I, about the off-space period, even, we have to talk about that We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But at this point, I was, like, listening to so much rap. It was ears to, like, the, the street. Just, like, the <laughs> ground. Like, any new artist even... Thinks about making music. I heard it. it was I was. I heard it, it and so it was nice because I knew the only other media person in my life that even thought somewhat similarly or like in the sense of had like those interests was my brother Chuka. So I could call him up on Facetime and we'd be talking and be like, "Hey, you heard this? Have you heard this? Or like, what do you think about this? Or like, I spent like a whole day because it's back in the time you were you didn't have not shit to do. I spent like a whole day going through like Jay Z's catalog. It's like, bro, I just went through Jay Z's catalog. Like, what do you think about the blackout? Like, what do you think about this? Like, all this stuff. And it's just like, um, just having these like conversations, and that's kind of what made me think. Look. At the end of the day, it's now or never. If you want to do something, you just do it and you quit making excuses. And you could suck ass, which we did at first. We were fucking awful. But we went ahead and actually did it and got it started because we were like both passionate enough to actually just have these conversations and record it. Because that's when I thought I was trying to be a little producer. And I bought all my equipment to get that taken care of for us at first. Bro, and even it's funny because I remember like going into like the potting. Um, I remember one of the biggest influences early, at least for me, like it's definitely changed now. And I don't want to like be, I don't want to be disrespectful in the slightest bit. I don't want to be disrespectful in the slightest bit just because I know that um, it's just kind of a continuation of this. But I don't want to be disrespectful in the slightest bit because I know that interests have changed and I've kind of strayed away from them as much as I used to be like just a huge fan. And I'm still a fan, for sure. It's just now that I've been deeper into the world of podcasts, I, I, I tune into a lot more and I found things that click more in interest. Yeah. But that being said, like when we started this podcast, like, yeah, I'll be real. Just like 
when Drake first started rapping, he was a Jay-Z clone before he became Drake, you know, mm-hmm. like, just like Wayne with a few people, just like Thug with a few people. It's like potting is an art form. And like, when we first got on, I was trying really to make this the Joe Budden podcast, but like the Ezgo and Chuka version of the Joe Budden podcast. And the thing, I was completely unaware because <laughs> I didn't even listen to Joe Budden. I just knew he liked it so much and he, like, he would say certain things. I'm like, oh, this nigga think he Joe Budden again. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Like it was funny. Those, sure. That was definitely like that podcast. I would definitely give their flowers and like consider like the OGs of like the reason that I got into this shit. Just because I was able to like through listening to them think like a this is possible. B see mm. where we are because I was lucky to be a part of every big social online movement. Mm-hmm at or about where its inception was whether it be the myspaces the tumblers the youtube when it first started like all of this shit shouts out to daniel really putting us on to that shit like early early mm-hmm. but like just being able to kind of gauge like all of this shit is cyclical wasn't all that kind of crazy it's super crazy but all of this shit is cyclical so bless you bless you bless Thank you. you but all of this shit is cyclical so like i kind of saw um where podcasting was and seeing how they were doing it i was like just like the first person to create a song that was beat, hook, beat. You know what I'm saying? Like the first person to do this, like their format became like a blueprint that I felt like we can take, make into our own thing completely and make it mm-hmm. into us and then just run with it and always give credit. I'm never going to lie about where that shit came from and be real. And so seeing how early we were, though, in that potting world, because once again, a lot of y'all niggas talk about podcasts. We're a hundred in, baby. Like a hundred in is a long time. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like that's consistency. We're reflecting on episode fifty a year ago. That was episode fifty a a year year ago. ago. Like that was episode Uh fifty a year. A hundred episodes at about an hour each episode. Can a nigga live? Like y'all have to be able to talk about when niggas can do this shit. Speaking of which, if y'all made it this far, go ahead and follow us on all social media. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yes, sir. At the Off Space Podcast. (laughs) If not, at the Off Space, you'll find us. But like one of the early things is like I'll speak about a little bit of the ups and downs, and I'll ask you because I want to hear your opinion on some of the things that kind of you know yeah got us to where we are. Got us to where we are. Like when we first started, I was a little pompous. I will admit, for sure, you were a little pompous for sure. I don't know about that. No, no, no. In our in our assumption of (laughs) the fact that we could do this stone oh my goodness we did this we did like 20 something odd episodes like low-key niggas is on like 120 100 whatever this isn't really episode 100 that's fine for all intents and purposes and so like we kind of deleted the first season all the way other than maybe like i think we have one episode up just as memories just so we can like reflect back just because they were so horrible. Like, we couldn't stay on... We couldn't pay attention. We had no That's flow of combo. understatement. Because I distinctly remember. Because we used to record in my room over at my old I place. may include some video on um, the off space of like Insta, a, of like the old like cramp space because yeah. my ex like recorded a little video of us like cramped up like recording Bro, this shit. I'm so happy we have that looking back now in the moment I was like don't record this shit like, <laughs> you see I'm this? so happy that was one positive thing that yeah. she did for sure like I was so happy she captured but, that because that yeah. was important it was the fact that I remember being in the space having this whole conversation with you you were talking for minutes like it was a while and after you stopped i just couldn't remember a thing because my mind was just like bro i've been having a whole nother conversation with myself off of this gas like i was i was more ready to ask you 
what we were smoking, then what was the response to the question? Nigga. Yeah. Like, A, one thing, a lot of people forget that this is an art form, right? And all things that, that go into this, the realm of linguistics are an art form. Yeah. And so, me and this motherfucker have been like whether it be like when it was Lil Bro and I was younger and he was younger and he was my little clone to like him becoming like the most individual like people don't realize like me and this nigga are nothing alike like we have a lot of similar interests because of the fact that A like we're reasonable people for a lot of them are just like reasonable people (laughs) or B it's just like yes we were influenced in similar environments and influenced by a lot of the same things but we're pretty different we, we are fucking different but during that time of like whether it be like way back when I thought you were my little clone mm-hmm. and like these little shits and we like grew and changed like me and this man have thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of speaking to each other obviously we live mm-hmm. in the same household grew up so we thought it would be the easiest thing in the world to jump into doing a fucking podcast together <laughs> right. Nigga, one of the hardest things we had to learn was flow of conversation because it's funny because i think the understatement is the fact that we had to learn the flow of conversation that's understating it it's the fact that a yeah, we've talked to each other growing up in the household, but, like, I feel like as you get into your 20s, you work out shit with your family that you never knew was there until, like, you made it to that point that you had to learn how to do to become more effective as a unit and just, like, better at communicating with each other. But, B, we were starting a podcast with each other with... I know you have a ma- major ego, which I'm not trying to <laughs> underplay, but at the same time, I had a little bit of an ego. No, don't. See, I love so how this nigga paint shit, bro. I know how this nigga paint shit, bro. This nigga said, I know you have a major ego, by the way. I had. But I had. I, no, you, he said have a major ego. Then he said had a little bit of an ego. No, no, no. my dick. I, I, I definitely <laughs> had an ego, but it was more so. So there was issues and like things that we had to overcome just on podcasts that if y'all really go back and listen to some of these podcasts, you're like, bro, are this is this live? Like, are these niggas like really beefing right now? It's like, cause I couldn't stand this nigga. At bro, time. I hated this like, nigga bro, what's time, wrong bro. with you? I'd be like, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> but it was just like learning uh, things that we had to kind of work with and get around and like accept and blah 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 and just like practice. So like at this point, past the fact that, because I don't know about you, but this is something I'd actually reason reason to ask you too. I understand on the podcast, we've practiced better flow of conversation and understanding each other to where we can make conversations more effective with like knowing our kind of speaking styles and things like that. But past that, I feel like it's almost like transcended itself into our regular conversations, you know, because I feel like our regular conversations got improved, like just the efficiency and like uh, the ability of because of our podcasting. Oh, for sure. And like to be completely honest with you, like... I thank God every day for the podcast because of the fact that I mean, let me get on my emotional tip for two seconds. But it's like about to cry. It's like this is my best friend and my brother. Like, Damn, this bro. is the closest person to me That's on it. this planet, and he knows that. And we have to just be real about some of these things. Mm-hmm. And knowing this, it's just like the fact that it was a struggle. Like really, this pot almost ended so many times. Like people don't understand. Like we've had a lot of fighting on the like outside of it. We've had a lot of ups. We've had a lot of real downs where this shit has been difficult to do. But, like, once again, like, you heard me, there's no other person on this planet I'd ra- I'd rather walk through life with than this person sitting right next to mm-hmm. me. And so, like, the fact that Back at it, you, we were able to appreciate it, my guy, but pr- the fact that we were able to, like, rally together and, like, figure out these things, because, yes, I had certain things 
I needed to work on. And I think this podcast in turn ended up making me a better man in general, because like, yes, to be fair, like I'm a very confident individual. And that is an understatement because sometimes it does dip into the realm of narcissism. Like just being real, like I know sometimes I might be a bit narcissistic and sometimes I may be a little bit overzealous and I may be a little bit extra, but like being able to identify these things Mm -hmm. and being able to work through them with somebody I love for real, like that I'm never going to stop loving, I think was the reason that I was able to get better in these realms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I was a good listener before this podcast, being real. Like, I think it was in one ear, out the other. Like, I never really, because I swore I was a good it's listener. It's funny because I'm I could on smile. the other side, so I can like confirm that that you weren't. <laughs> I but to, it's like, it's funny because I know you've gotten better. Because I used to feel like, yo, I'm at least in the vicinity of them mm-hmm. talking so that's a good yeah. listener but that's not really listening no 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 <laughs> listening is like not formulating a response before they finish mm-hmm. and letting them get whatever they need to off their chest plus i feel like there's probably things that you've noticed i've gotten better at for to sure. be fair like presenting yourself yeah and like you've gotten better at presenting yourself in general you've gotten better at um opening up because like every mother like Every one of my exes probably thinks I'm a closed off motherfucker because I didn't learn how to deal with my emotions. Every recently. woman I've talked but to, except this for probably nigga one, is a shut door. Besides, they one, think I'm closed. Think this nigga a shut door, and so I think he's gotten better though. I think honestly, it's helped him like watching me because once I got better at expressing my emotions, I I felt more comfortable in terms of just like. Hey, none of y'all niggas can beat my ass. So there's nothing y'all can hold that against shit, me. That's not the move. Just being real. I'm being honest. Like, none of y'all niggas can beat my ass. I'm a deadpan. Look at the camera and say this shit because I mean it. <laughs> Anyways, and so because I really mean that, like, there's nothing y'all can hold against me when it comes to this podcast shit. So I'll always bear my soul. And yes, there's certain things that should probably remain under wraps and there's certain things you shouldn't talk yeah. about. And we are still learning the balance there. But I think you seeing me just like, really bearing my soul sometimes has helped you and you can quite you can um change me if i'm wrong right but Mm -hmm. i think because i've seen you become better at expressing yourself and Mm -hmm. really like opening up more no for sure like Mm -hmm. dude i'm gonna be honest because at the end of the day i've seen what it means not to and to have that shit backfire on you and Mm -hmm. i've seen what it means to and have that shit rewarded or not rewarded but at least you source it out and it's just like i learned a lot from a the ability to witness that Mm-hmm. But like all be the ability to practice it for ma- letting myself vulnerable on this stage mm-hmm. to where when I put that out, even if like things don't go well, like uh, on my own personal tip, you know, for me to you, like, you know, what goes on in my life. Even if things don't go well, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I leave these situations relieved, though. I leave this situation satisfied because I know at the end of the day, I said what I needed to say. <laughs> I put myself out there. I'm not afraid of awkward conversations. I'm not afraid of like putting my heart on the line anymore i'm not afraid of like being me because if people don't like that then fuck them like not fuck them but fuck them you know Genu- like i don't know how else to say it but <laughs> genuinely though because at the end of the day like dog like, exactly like you were saying it's y'all are gonna feel me that's it like regardless of what room i walk into regardless of the big names in mm-hmm. there the small names in there regardless i'm gonna be felt in every single room i walk into in my life and that's because i've chosen the beaten path of being a hundred percent genuine and a hundred a hundred percent authentic at all times and i'm gonna be me regardless of the that situation. one's tough that one's tough Super because tough. you be wanting to path. cringe out your skin at some points what? knowing that you got to say some shit in situations you don't even want to but it's like i'm gonna be a real one i'm gonna, I'm gonna say it i'm gonna do what i got to and i'm gonna operate as such because if i don't I'm going to get some sleepless nights. <laughs> so. Exactly. It's, it's just loving the people like going, like 
moving not moving on but just continuing because yeah. this is an off space whole segment it's like sorry the tequila's got a nigga but it's like being able to speak about your real experiences being able to bear your soul because my the favorite my favorite music that i ever listened to which i believe the the one example i want to use is the heart part two by kendrick lamar it's just like when you feel mm-hmm. music that you could tell a piece of somebody's soul is in this music mm-hmm. right then that music lasts with you for the rest of your life and there's music that is popping there's music that'll make you laugh but one thing i always say and i just recently had this argument with somebody it's just like you guys think music is so microwave this time you think music is this but think about the top three people in every single genre the top three people in every single genre have substance like, did i tell you this shit? i talked to you about this conversation you no know, we had this conversation yeah. too and it's just like people say oh rap is microwave rap is this the top three rappers right now are j cole kendrick lamar and drake mm-hmm. All of them have substance in their raps. So yes, there are moments that so many others can have, but the most things that are going to persist are when you put a piece of you into it, always. Yeah. And so that's how I feel about all forms of art. And when it comes to this podcast, I view it as art. And so I'm going to always put a piece of my soul in there when I have a chance. Because regardless of if this becomes the biggest thing in the world, which God willing, you know what we're mm-hmm. working towards, we're not ever sitting back and waiting for this shit not to do shit for us. Amen, amen. But it's for like, sure. whenever this shit like goes or whatever it ends up doing, like regardless of the fact, I want to be 50, I want to be 60 years old, sitting, like still smoking, because I know this nigga going to quit eventually, but it's like, well, quit all the way. I was way. about to say, because like, like, to I, be honest, because he sure yeah. like has, but it's like, I'm, I'm going to be 60 with my blunt lit, sitting in this nigga basement, annoying the shit out of him, playing wow. old clips and just showing pieces of our soul that we have given this world. Mm-hmm. And that's enough to be proud of itself. You know? Bro, and it's like, and I feel it. like what I really appreciate and the fact that I'm starting to be more and it also going back on to what you're saying about being able to open up and express yourself and put a piece of yourself in something that you do mm-hmm. which i'm hoping that a lot of people as we're getting older and starting to realize your legacy and things like that start to kind of search for that in their jobs even if like you know your job isn't going to necessarily show like oh this person did this but it's like you look at something that you worked on you're passionate about it's like i made this come to life i'm hoping that you can start to put a piece of your soul in the way you're doing because i want to be able to look back in 70 years type exactly. shit and be like damn like and this I really did bro. this shit exactly and that's just it it's going to be immortalized like regardless if I get like in the years 2072 like we have three listeners to like our episodes or shit people are like listening in thousands still for some reason you know it's like the fact that it's out there that anybody right. can just refer back to like these niggas existed that shit is crazy to me isn't I it, bro, it's, bro i'm about to pour up it's, that. i'm not even bro, gonna lie to you bro. bro it's the next one yes sir it's the next it's one nice what time it. are we at bro it don't even matter it, it don't do not even matter hey <laughs> but it's like bro like thinking about it dog yeah. like i can almost cry to be honest because i've become a soft ass nigga in that regard yeah, you don't have to be big ones on these no for sure we're trying to chill out a little bit but i've I've become a soft ass nigga in this regard to where i really do think about the future a lot and i know that is important to me because Mm -hmm. i care about the youth and i care about our future cheers my brother but it's like just thinking about the fact that in like a hundred years yeah we're long gone like like well i won't say long niggas want to live for a long ass i'm planning on making it to 100 three decades type shit 103 you know this but it's like imagine like a hundred years from now three decades three centuries like a hundred years from now like a nigga is really going through it you know what i'm saying like really going through it they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and 
the one thing that they randomly do is like their YouTube recommended or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. It's like an off space video. They accidentally click it and it just changes his whole life, changes his whole perspective, like because of a piece of us that we put in there. It's just like knowing that these moments are immortalized, bro, like really can get me fucked up because like that's all I ever want to do. That's 100%. all I ever want to do. I never want to. I don't want to be a billionaire myself personally. I don't want to be the flashiest human being on the world. Please don't get it fucked up. I love nice things. But it's like, I don't want to be like the flashiest person on the yeah. world. I don't want to like be president. I don't want to like take over this, take over that. I want to take over the entertainment industry for damn sure. But it's like one thing I do always want to do is like truly, which I've started to notice this imprint on people. So I'm going to talk my shit about myself for one talk second. Talk your shit, man. But it's like, I have started to notice that a lot of people really do rely on my genuine energy and what i mean by that is a lot of people seem to through just the 27 years i've lived all of the struggles all of the bullshit and the mentality and the way that i've changed and the things that i've turned into when it comes to this beast that i've turned into because i was a piece of shit i know i was a piece of shit nigga had a god complex i was i flexed on my family crazy till about 18 19 which people don't really listen to until like you really get testimony from my siblings like it wasn't as peaches and roses we've always been close yes but mm -hmm. we've been like a different kind of yeah. close you know we've been close by proximity because we mm -hmm. lived in the same household kind of close we we yeah. became like blood bonded, like for real, in our twenties, like in like my twenties. Also, yeah, I was about to say because I feel like for each sibling, I had different years where mm -hmm. it solidified. I'm not saying like I was never gonna have these niggas, but you know what I'm talking. No, about. No, I know exactly what you mean. Different exactly years where each mean. person was like, oh, I remember I the you. moment for Chichi. I remember the moment for Uzama. I remember the moment for you, mm -hmm. like for real. And so like this bond, like this was blood, sweat, and tears. This took some time to get to, but it's like when it comes to like my friends, I could see the sparkle in their eyes, or just like the looks and certain talks that we have. Mm -hmm. Whether it comes to just random people I talk to at events, whether it comes to the people I mingle with, just like little shit like that, I could I know what I gain from other people mm -hmm. and. I know what I can give other people just through simple conversation. And it's like that shit lights such a fire under my ass to become the monster, the dog that I want to be, because I can only imagine how many other people on this planet I can help out just because I failed. And that is beautiful to me. And you that is failed being yourself because that's the key words. I feel like you don't. And I'm not trying to cut you off. I want no, you to hard, keep on talking your shit. But it's hard. like at the end of the day. I feel like that's the most important thing because we'll see some of the most successful people in their own rights at our age, respectively, because a lot most people on our, our age aren't going to be in the position where they could already be a senator and shit. Like, there's age requirements. There's certain things that you're only going to progress to at certain points. But where we're at, certain people are thriving for where they're at. Super thriving. What? How crazy. However, I know people in these positions that aren't happy. Because they're not themselves. And so, like, it's when people really do appreciate surrounding themselves by others that are, no matter if they're fucking up or not, are being themselves in the sense I say fucking up or not in the sense that they're still trying to do better because you always want to surround yourself by people that want better for themselves but like people who want better for themselves but are always trying to be them that shit is inspiring because I know sure. people that I have had personal testimonies from that appreciate that from me that I'm like bro you're doing so much better than me in life right now but that's not what's important you know and so it's like being able to give that back so that they carry that in their own lives and they become superstars in their own way. Even though I already think these people are, they take that and like transform that even to like a higher level. It's like, oh, I think you're a star now. These people can become like even more if they just like make sure that they're doing it their way. Exactly, bro. Like that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like 
that's what is the craziest and most beautiful thing about life that's why i have the tattoos i have that's why i'm going to mm. continue this inspiration arm with the same like people that make me feel that feeling it's like the fact the sparkle in people's eyes that i've seen the messages i've received from people like the like the love i receive from people like the way the world mm. treats a nigga and all I've done for 27 years is fucking fail and look those failures in the eye and say, you're not going to define me and I know who I need to be. Yes, sir. And you're going to make me into the version of the person I need to be because I know God's not going to put nothing in my life that isn't supposed to sharpen me mm. and turn Amen. me into the dog I'm supposed to become. Like Amen. The fact that in my eyes, I feel that way, but seeing the way that I'm received... No, it makes me feel like I can only fucking get better every single day. And I have so many people that are yet to be touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether it be in Nigeria, whether mm -hmm. it be overseas, whether it be just around the United States, or whether it be really just in our immediate area mm -hmm. in Atlanta, bro. Like, I'm ready to fucking do this, bro. And I know you are, too. And I feel like, you know, as we get to this point, it is pretty late. And I know there's other things we might need to talk about, especially to kind of spin off now or whatnot. But I know there might be... A better time actually to come around now it feels good but again we are an hour and 10 minutes in mm -hmm. the people probably are wondering what got us to this point because like you know there's a lot of nature and while niggas were born different you know i don't even want to say born different because to be fair i don't want to toot my own horn too much because i feel like anybody could do whatever i do and more mm -hmm. like in certain veins some things obviously not like you're you're given like i'm a little bit taller than some people and like that's not something you could really change that's just like your predisposition but most things people can just choose to do or choose not to do amen so that being said i know back on the some people back do on. probably wonder though what led you to the point or what were things that probably influenced who you are because i know at the end of the day i have an unbreakable spirit mm -hmm. but what probably influenced that i feel like i was a middle child bro Niggas don't understand. Middle children got it out the fucking mud. And not just the middle child. I was a dweeb. So, like, I was the middle child who loved comics and anime. My nigga, like, were there things that I couldn't fail at because, like, that was just constantly shown to me and my parents. Like, between my parents, anime and comics, and being a middle child, who was going to tell me I could lose? See, I always envied you, though. I always envied you in that aspect because... You were a part of the generation, which was only a few years younger than me, mm -hmm. of people, though, that it seemed like can truly be themselves and always be, like, cool. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I was always admittedly, like, popular at, like, whatever school I've been in, whatever circles I've been in. But always, like, as a youth, as an adolescent, since you overthink these shits, even mm -hmm. though, like, the older you get, the more you realize, like, the coolest thing in the world is being yourself. 100%. Which I'm so happy I have I'm, I'm exuding being myself at all times nowadays. But it's like throughout middle school, throughout high school, bro, I'd be the nigga like running from the book fair to my locker with my Shonen Jump because I didn't want niggas to know I liked anime. Bro, I'd be cutting like, it up with know, my friends about Naruto back like, in the day. I had my little Dragon Ball Z drawing books hidden in the locker. Cut like it. manga. And uh, if I'm reading manga, I books a million. Like, mm -hmm. bro, I'd be looking around the corner to see if any of my niggas was walking in for some reason. Bro, I always, I was just so OD about hiding the shit. Didn't yeah. talk about video games the way I online mmo till mm -hmm. late high school so i always love the fact that you were always pretty out there with the fact that this mm -hmm. is me this is what i do and let's just get into it but i mean one thing i think that influenced both of us on the low mm -hmm. which is hilarious is just actually the love of anime our whole lives oh for like, sure like i think anime. and the belief that niggas always really like and it comes back to our egos a little bit mm -hmm. even though you did love the edgy characters the most on like you thought they were a cool tip niggas always think they're the protagonist 
So like sure. you end up adopting a lot of those attitudes and behaviors because that's who you view yourself through, you know? And it's like you can't really um you can't but we have both been people that are very much believe like you can't live this life. You know what I'm saying? You can't live and everybody realizes there's leaders and followers in all situations in life. Duh. You know what I'm saying? Like the world yeah. wouldn't work. Everybody's just as important as anybody else. Cause leaders are just as important as followers. But anyways, like I am somebody that has always been of the belief that I would feel crazy. I would feel actually insane if I was living a life that I wasn't the main character. Mm -hmm. It's my fucking life, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Sad year 80, bro. What the fuck? I could not imagine not being the main character of my own shit. So I'm trying to make myself (laughs) the main character. I wake up every day looking at somebody else as the main character. That's why maybe if you wake up tertiary, it's like you gotta make every day lead you to that main spot. Bro, that's why I've never really like like that's why my list of people like we've talked mm-hmm. about and I know you have your own list as well. It's like of people that you really want to meet in this world or mm-hmm. really look up to or really thought like it's like a weird list or it's like a short list because yeah, a bunch of people are dope and I would love to be in the room with a ton of these niggas. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong and just like meet on some like industry shit or just like mm-hmm. really figuring out if I fuck with this person blah blah blah. But list of people that inspire you, I'm never going to lie about that shit because dog I view myself as just as capable as Jay-Z. I view myself as mm-hmm. just as capable as Andre 3000, Lil Wayne, Jeff Bezos, fucking Mark Zuckerberg. The thing is, like, though, it's like, and you're saying a lot of names and a lot of successful names, but to be fair, I know those aren't even, like, some of the highest ones on your list. No, but at least none of them are on my for, list for, that I'm naming so far. I'm just saying I view myself yeah. as capable. So if I, you view yourself as capable, then, yes, you think certain things are cool and they may inspire you in certain different ways. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Well, Hove's on my list. He, he recently joined my list. But, no, he's he's been there. He's been a big inspiration in my life. So I just needed to stop lying to mm-hmm. myself about how much of an inspiration he's been. So let me just be respectful there. But it's like the reason I use these names is just so people realize, like, like we've said before on this podcast, bro, I'm about to talk to the homeless dude under the bridge on 85 the exact mm-hmm. same way I would talk to Jay-Z. The mm-hmm. exact same way I would talk to Zuckerberg. The exact same way I would talk to Drake. And that's because we've been raised in a household that fortunately has taught us the price tag and the amount of money in your bank account does nev- is never going to dictate the way I treat you and the way I respect you. And so thinking and viewing life like that, you have to be a special individual to like shift us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because you view everyone similarly and we feel like we can get shit from everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like if I gave certain names, right, for me, it'd be like my arm is going to be like I have Kobe. I have Nipsey. I'm getting Mac Miller. I'm going to mm-hmm. get AI because AI is the reason that I'm on this Be Yourself campaign as much as I've always been on this Be Yourself campaign. David Goggins is another big one for me because he's the one that inspired me in terms of just like recapturing my life because I got to 270. I got to extremely fat. I got to extremely out of shape. And it's no talking down once again on anybody else. It's just I know how much athletics mean to me mm-hmm. and he helped me regain that in my life and that's something invaluable to me. So David Goggins is the person that closes out that list for me. But then there's Hove. There's just like Drake. You know, mm-hmm. like I have people I can go on and on about. I know. Like and so, even for mine, like mm-hmm. to be fair, a lot of people got closed out of that list which also makes you value life and realize when you can, you got to do these shits now. For sure. Because the Kobe, uh, you can't do it. You, I know how much Kobe meant to you but like we 
we've talked about on the podcast. I'm not going to get into it too much, but you know how much Kobe meant to me at a point, For especially sure. when I was going through my one of my worst times what? in life. He was one it of was a nigga like Kobe guys. that, like again, like got my mental right to even make it through that, mm-hmm. and like randomly, and uh, the Mac Miller shit. Obviously, we can't do that, but that was very pivotal to just my whole childhood. But like, there's people past that that are just important, and it's like obviously they, I, you don't Still know if they're going to be the best or the worst. And but this like, isn't to cut you off, mm-hmm. but it, since I am a little drunk and we are talking about mm-hmm. Mac Miller. Bro, still to this day, a top five moment in my life is us at that fucking bro. Divine Feminine concert, bro. What? I try and tell people, my, I feel like I can bro. never describe to people the experience that I was feeling. Because I tried to, and I'm just like, that was my favorite concert I've been to. Bro, I'm telling you. And it's just like, it was a vibe the whole time. The good energy from everybody. And this is The an, vibe was different. Matt came in on some different shit. And I didn't even like the Divine Feminine before. And this is an ex that I'm on cool terms with now. Like, we don't we don't speak all the time. We're not, like, the closest. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, she came back and apologized because she was a little young at the time. Like, whatever. But it's like, I remember, like, even being texted by the girlfriend I had at the time saying, it's me or the concert. Because she wanted to feel my attention. The bro, I texted her so quickly back, bro. It's, it's the, the concert. concert. Like, and then just put my me? phone on airplane mode and put it in my pocket. Because I was with my brother bro. at one of the first concerts we got to experience as a grown-ups together. Oh. And it was Mac Miller, somebody I knew that was so important to both of us. I couldn't care less I've, I've done that about once. a fucking I've done that once at Chance. And you remember what it was over at Camp Floyd? Different. But, um... <laughs> I'd be fucked up, but I'd be so bro. I would love, honestly. Bro, we gotta take a shot to that. I'm sorry, this will be the last shot of the pod. Yo, let's take it. Let's go ahead and take a shot to that. I'm gonna gonna go through my list and shit. That's one of the funniest shits ever. But that Mac, I'm telling you, Ezgo, on everything, that Divine Feminine concert is honestly, till this day, one of the top five moments of my life. Like, bro, with you. I wouldn't blame you, bro. That was my nigga. Oh, my nigga, for sure. Bro, more life, more blessings to better music, more opportunities. Mm-mm. experiences for a lifetime but what i'm saying is just like for me bro i would love to meet barack because i gotta i gotta suss this thing out myself but past sussing him out it's like bro i know and this is why i try not to show on kamala because i know her past barack didn't have the same past we're not even gonna get into that <laughs> i'm not even gonna get into that bro this but nigga it's had like, no hoes at harvard bro he was a black man that was no he something. didn't he had hoes he was trying to make out a statement for other people who clearly didn't, that their worth isn't defined by the amount of women that they have. That being said, the inspiration, I'm a young black man sitting in that sixth grade classroom, seeing a black man get inaugurated as my president, low-key being salty because I want to be the first one, but also being happy because I was like, someone did it. Like, and knowing that he could accomplish anything in this world and knowing his story, I need to meet him. And Lil Uzi, because Lil Uzi right, actually... Right, you gotta just, meet Uzi. I, got, I feel like that man's Uzi, authentically himself at all times, and that's all I've ever tried to do. So I gotta meet somebody who's just, I guarantee is that. <laughs> Past that, I don't have famous people I really want to meet like that, because there are some that would be dope, I'm sure, like NBA especially, just how big of a fan I am of that realm like Braun. But I really want to... One, I'm I really adding wanna, to both of our lists, because we have to just be real about well, this. We have to be real. We Drake's probably on both of our lists. Oh, for sure. Drake's probably on both of our lists. We're the Drake Vengeance. <laughs> we are here Drake. defending Drake every day. He's thinking I'll go a little Romy, though. I'm going to say that now. He's but. never going to Nobody's going to um, We're going to make that very clear. But I'm going to give Aubrey all of his flowers at all times because that man's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. We're genuinely Genuinely speaking. the greatest of all time. But um, past that, I need to travel the world at some point because I need to meet 
the 70 year old monk who dedicated his life to this shit. I need to meet like the person, the mother who put on for her kids up until like 60 years down the road and like living on like the river Euphrates or something. Like I need to really see these people and like get hear their testimonies. Cause honest to God past like the few famous people I've named, that's the most important shit to me. Mm -hmm. Like these stories from these individuals that get overlooked, but genuinely have some of the best defining characteristics of what make human beings as special as we are as pure as they are like if there's somebody with like a hundred percent courage i bet they're like overshadowed in one of these communities you know sure like there's some same famous people that have probably shown that to like great extent but i bet there's somebody like out in the amazon out in fucking sudan out in nigeria that has shown that 10 times more and isn't being highlighted. I need to meet that Brian, person. my nigga. What the fuck? Like, at the end of the day, that means way more to me than meeting, no offense, than meeting, like, a Katy Perry. Like, mm -hmm. I appreciate I her and her music. Her. And when like, I was in middle school. I don't know if she's racist, so I don't know if I'm, like, really gonna say right now, like, I'd really love to meet her. But I know she had some bangers when I was young. Like, I hope she's not a bad person. I Kissed a Girl was a great song. I don't know anything about her. I kissed a girl and I really did like it. That changed. Honestly, y'all low key ruined my life, but it's okay. Bro, you remember the day? I'm not gonna get into that now. That's the that's no, the, no, no, that's no, the no, no, no. talking about. I start saying some weird. <laughs> bro, shit, remember bro. the first day that you realized that women were gonna ruin your life? <laughs> no, I'm being honest. Early, like, on early, everything, like the first early. day I realized that women, like my life was over with. Like in terms of just like this category, I was gonna have to fight to dig myself mm -hmm. out of this tunnel. Was in third grade. Mm -hmm. Like in third grade, when I realized that I truly just started learning how to fake sleep so that when mom and dad did the check i'd be good and i'd be able to sprint out and go watch the girls gone wild commercials at like 2 3 a.m by myself Bro. when i knew that i was already that dedicated to seeing titties i knew my life was okay because i'm gonna be honest with my you. life was i'm gonna be, with. I'm gonna be honest with you the fact that and to be fair i've changed the person in the sense mm -hmm. that I become more reasonable, obviously, but the fact that I was even potentially on horny shit at like kindergarten—that's not a good sign. What? Like, is that a good sign? Is that are kids even possible of that? No. Is that is that possible no. for kids? I remember my shouts out to Cindy Bo, by the way. I know I say you by name, but that was my kindergarten. He said sweet. I've been trying to find you. That for was a my minute. kindergarten sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? She taught me how to use chops. Hey, go ahead and dox yourself. And what, she, what school was it? Go ahead. She, and find no, no, no. We're not gonna dox the like old private school, whatever. But I remember she taught me how to use chopsticks, and she bought me this little Vietnamese like game little shit. Like when she went to Vietnam with her family, or whatever. Shout out to the first girlfriend I ever loved. But I mean, like I remember when I was that young. I remember bringing her into the bathroom as a kindergartner. And I remember seeing, like, the little fucking, like, MTV Spring Break shit. And I was like, oh, this is how you kiss girls. And, like, bro, like, fucking, bro, I, was a, I was a nasty young nigga, bro. I wouldn't say I was that bad, but I was definitely on my, like, I really only was trying to be around women. Just the, the odd chance that, like, as a kid, like, I don't even know. Like, when you're a kid, you obviously you're not seeing much. But, like, I remember me then, it was just, like, just being around that makes life better. Oh, for sure. What well, women makes are the greatest thing ever created, my man. Like... And the day I figured that out, I knew that I needed to learn discipline, and I didn't until I was about 27, so... I learned discipline fast, to be fair, but that's because I feel like growing up in a place where that's racist, um... I tried to turn around a cowboy hat just now. <laughs> I, just like my regular hat, I tried to just turn around a cowboy hat. I'm, like, I'm not gonna shit on the place that I grew up, but like, into draft I did day. grow up in definitely some racist times. Draft day. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the off space. How am I the man still? still? Hold on, hold on. Ooh, was it freestyle that? hours? If we're getting to freestyle hours, it's probably time to wrap the podcast. Yeah, I was about to say it might um, be time to wrap the podcast. <laughs> if y'all were able to listen to us rambling for this long, shouts out and we appreciate you. Episode 100 has been a blast. I don't know about you, my man, but I was happy to share the stage with you and oh, to have absolutely. this experience because like we've been here for a minute and it really means a lot to say that we've been doing this for a hundred odd episodes. Um, I don't know about you. Honestly, like it's been it's been a beautiful journey. It's been a journey that I would never want to be on with anybody else in this world. It's been a journey that I can't wait for a hundred more. It's been a journey that we're only going to see more life, more mm-hmm. wins, more success, more views, more chump on your fucking head top. You don't know it. Mm. But that being said, it's just like, dog, in closing, I do want to say anybody that's made it this far, because it's definitely further than we <laughs> like then. Obviously, you, you get anticipated, but we've had episodes this long. Of course, of course, of course. It's not bad, but it's like, we will say this, and this will just be early for the people that hear it through audio tomorrow, and we are going to make an Instagram post and do all that shit with it. We are doing a giveaway. We're doing a little $50 giveaway, because niggas are not rich, <laughs> but like a $50 giveaway to one of our viewers. We're going to make a post that you just like comment and follow the instagram account at the off space i feel like people who made it this far should have something extra for it but but i don't know how to do like an extra no this is what i'll say it's i'll say uh, since we're gonna do a random number generator and Mm -hmm. we're gonna like just take randomly people's names and have all of that shit with picking for the giveaway um the people that have made it this far into the podcast just go ahead and dm us on instagram and dm us the word flower if you dm us the word flower we're gonna give you two we're gonna give you two or three free entries and then everybody else who just comments under the Mm. post and shares the post whatever they'll get a single entry right but it's going to be either a 50 or a 100 dollar giveaway we're definitely going to figure out like figure the details out of that shit either way y'all are coming up on some money so y'all are coming up on some money do you have any last words to say like my brother like honestly i'm surprised that i made it this whole podcast without crying because i'm bro i've been fighting back the whole time i fought back earlier i'm I'm an emotional ass dude i feel like 20 i gotta stop saying i feel like 21 because 21 was reminiscent really staying up late nights about being in the trenches with his niggas bro i'm just happy about being alive like bro the light the joy that just being alive brings me lets me know that i can't fail because as long as I'm breathing, mm-hmm. I will always push towards the success that 100%. I want to push towards. And so, like, your best friend, love you forever. Mm-hmm. Always love you, my guy. Same here, bro. And I could not imagine being on this journey with anybody else. I could not imagine doing this with anyone else. I'm happy to have butt heads with you. I'm happy to have almost quit this with you. I'm happy to have <laughs> gotten to the bottom with you. I'm happy to have been as low as we've been when we were in our little stoner phase mm-hmm. and like all of this bullshit because how we're going to be looking in these penthouses, how we're going to be looking on these yachts, how we're going to be looking in these executive buildings together, like looking back on the cramped up little spaces and looking back in the bullshit that we've dealt with is going to be incredible. So that being said, my name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is the motherfucking off space podcast. Fuck these niggas. Shouts out to everybody. You heard to everybody that's ever hated. Stay tuned. More life. We live.